Inherently Happy, episode 100. Happy fame. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. Fame is when you're known by many others and perhaps appreciated. Well, infamy is when you are known by many others and not appreciated. Anonymity is when you are not known. Trying to find a balance between appreciation, privacy, and trying not to piss too many people off is where I live. I have to put myself out there to share what I feel compelled to say, to spread joy and wisdom, the happy word, and the happy way, but I don't want to lose the connection to myself and to my dearest companions in the process. But I may have to compromise a little bit, even so. With eyes and heart wide open. See, I've been famous in my little pond, and I've been infamous. I've been anonymous, too. They all have their own issues. Up until I was seven years old, I was blonde. I had rosy cheeks, tiny teeth, and was positively cheery. Girls wanted to chase me. Boys wanted to be near me. Teachers and parents wanted to touch me. Not all of that was wanted. And some was downright creepy. Popular isn't quite the right word for it. I was famous in my neighborhood. I could disrupt an entire class just by smiling at people, sending them into giggling hysterics until the teacher had to separate me from everyone else or nothing would get done. I was isolated and revered, but not understood nor connected with. Famous. But that all changed with my growth spurt. I grew gangly. My head got longer. My skin went pale. My hair turned brown. And I grew buck teeth. I was suddenly the monster who must have eaten the golden child I once was. And everyone hated me for it. I was isolated and abhorred despised and shunned, infamous. I was bullied by older kids, by younger kids, and by kids my own age. I was even openly mocked by teachers and parents. Where before people had fought over me about who knew me best, now people vehemently denied knowing me at all. This all culminated in a diabolical mass exclusion from a party for the whole class. Well, all but me. It was so elaborate in its design that I couldn't help but be a little impressed with their planning skills. I still found out about it, but only by accident, and only after it was already well underway. See, not only had they kept any hint of the event or even the invitations from me, but they also arranged it so I would be invited elsewhere. 
And they laid the groundwork early, too. That's how determined they were. The class clown had started pretending to be my friend. And I was so starved for companionship that I didn't question it. So when he invited me over to his house on a Saturday, I felt like I had finally arrived. So I took my bike and went. Even my own family was a little surprised. But I arrived at an empty house. Had I gotten the time or the day wrong? I didn't know. Maybe he was running late? Where was his family, though? I didn't want to go home again and explain that I got stood up at someone else's house. So I waited for hours until his mother finally came home and innocently asked me why I wasn't at the class party. See, she didn't know about the trick to humiliate me. So she told me where it was. I crashed it, of course, thinking that they would be impressed by my resourcefulness. They weren't. And it wasn't until I was standing all alone in the yard that had previously been full of my classmates moments before that I finally realized that none of them wanted me there. Not just a few, none. Infamous. I left. I switched schools the following year. I tried to stay under the radar this time and retain a sense of anonymity, but I have a big personality, what can I say? And that's not always so easy. I hung out with the theater crowd, and so that helped keep me away from the popular circles, you can bet. But there was always one semi-popular kid who would slum it from time to time with the outcasts and try to raise their station for them. Didn't usually work. When I went off to college, I tried to reinvent myself yet again, and even avoided the theater kids at first, to see if I could branch out. But the artists are my people. And so I wound up right back with them, writing poetry, plays, short stories, performing comedy skits on the college radio, getting humor pieces published in the school paper and magazine. I would even write limericks and perform them at parties until people started doing that thing again, where they didn't want to talk to me. They just wanted me to perform and make them laugh. Famous again. Girls and guys would scream my name from across campus, making me think I had a friend, but no, just a fan. Not that fans are bad, of course, but when it takes the place of human connection, then it can be disheartening. You become a commodity. I longed for anonymity again, but the pond was too small and I was too big a fish. So I started acting weird. Well, not acting as much as revealing how weird I actually was. It was liberating, really. Sometimes I would be in a crowded bar where you have to shout to the people next to you just to be heard over the din, and I would hear my name being called. But then I would look around and I couldn't tell if I had imagined it. Then, even in quiet bars, I would notice the same thing and really became unsettled. I told somebody that. <laughs> Someone who had just come by looking for a limerick. The meeting was brief. 
I started getting a reputation for being a little off. People were worried about me. I was fluctuating between fame, infamy, and anonymity. And it was doing my head in. But I was a bit moody in those days. And I just wanted to connect with people. After I graduated, I moved away to start anew yet again. In anonymity. But I still wanted to reach people. So I realized that I'd have to risk the fame, infamy, conundrum. If I want to connect, I have to be prepared to put myself out there, which could very well lead to love or hate, fame or infamy. Or I could just as easily remain anonymous. There is a price for all three. They can be isolating, for one. They can be unhealthy, if taken to heart. They can disrupt balance and growth. I've seen all sides to some degree. And now that I actually have something to say, I'm putting myself out there once again. Older, wiser, working towards balance and growth. Trying to spread the happy word. I still want connection. But sometimes that means I have to give up a little piece of myself to achieve it. In the hopes that others will meet me halfway. We'll see. Haha, <laughs> Yaza. <laughs>